Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. 657 AM Radio Pulpit coming to you. We trust God is doing you good. Blessing you so much in a mighty way. Wednesday Live, the name of the show. Let's start it in this way. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za Okay, we trust God is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. Wednesday Live, the name of the show. And then, of course, uh, on the line, I have the two men of God, uh, Muruti Karabumraka, also with uh, Muruti Samuel Kabamba. And let me just welcome them. Let me start with you, Muruti Mraka. Greetings to you and welcome, servant of God. Yes, greetings, my brother, Ray, uh, and greetings to my brother, Sam Kamama, and yeah, I'm also greeting all the listeners of Radio Pulpit in the mighty name of my Lord and my Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen, amen. And uh, Pastor Sam, welcome to the show, sir. Greetings. Yeah, thank you very much, sir, and uh, thank God to be alive and to be here again today. And uh, we thank all our listeners. It's been really a wonderful time spending time with them, really. And I thank God for Muruti Murata for the good work that we are doing together. And uh, thank you, Muruti Ray, for the for really, I mean, looking after us. Actually, God bless you. To God be the glory all the time, servant of God, and uh, may yeah. He be glorified at all times. You know, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. May He be glorified. And tonight we are talking about spiritual unresponsiveness or spiritual disinterest, spiritual dullness. Um, uh, uh, The opposite of spiritual perception. Something that uh, basically, you know, one has to look into in many instances than one. And check as to whether... You know, are we are we dull or what? And dullness there implies that there is a sort of a disinterest and uh, a sort of a, an unresponsiveness that we we gather that we see much of the time amongst those who profess to be believers at times or Christians. And uh, a disinterest implies that there was an interest before. And uh, the, the quitting of an engagement into an interest has ensued. Something like that. And uh, much of the times also, uh, this is uh, prevalent when one speaks about the lack of understanding into the spiritual things. You know, um, a dullness of a sort, the lack of understanding into into spiritual things. Others compare it to spiritual darkness, and uh, of course, others would compare it to man's mere ignorance or senselessness. There's just quite a lot. Senselessness also uh, becomes part of that, and the Word of God speaks with regards to this. 
Uh, in Psalms 92 verses 6, it says, A senseless man does not know, nor does a fool understand this. In other words, it's a lack of understanding the things of God or being senseless into the spiritual things of God. And um, uh, Proverbs 29 verses 19 says, A servant will not be corrected by mere words, for though he understands, he will not respond. This is a spiritual unresponsiveness that we see much of the times also there. Something to look into, something to, you know, throw our eyes into. And then, of course, also in Isaiah 40, verse 21, it says, Have you not known? Have you not heard? Had it not been told from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? And that verse speaks up, speaks quite a massive, uh, you know, uh, explanation with regards to spiritual unresponsiveness and says um, the lack of knowledge and uh, the lack of hearing, spiritual hearing, and then also um, the lack of information, lack of understanding into that or those things that are the things of God. That is what we are touching on tonight, and I trust and believe that God will do you good and bless you so much in a mighty, mighty way. Be doers of the word with 657 AM, Sounds of Life. 657 AM Radio Pulpit coming to you live. And uh, of course, let me start with you, Murutimraka, this week. And uh, this speaks so much, it speaks volumes, you know. Uh, Psalm 92 verses 6 speaks about a senseless man who does not know. Someone that is senseless with regards to the things of God and does not know them. Or someone who has become foolish and has a lack of understanding the things of God. Um, this descriptive of uh, spiritual dullness. And Proverbs 29.19 speaks about uh, 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 unresponsiveness even when a correction is is put across, then people become unresponsive. You know, it, it also denotes that very aspect of a dullness. And then Isaiah 40, verses 21, speaking volumes there, lack of knowledge, um, um, lack of spiritual hearing, and uh, uh, lack of spiritual information, the truth, lack of the truth, and lack of understanding from the beginning understanding him who is from the beginning. Um, this also descriptive of a spiritual dullness. What comes to mind about this, Muruti? Yeah. Um, what comes to my mind at this stage is that um, uh, at times to understand uh, that which is false, one has to know that which is true. Uh, we are saying it's spiritual dullness is unresponsiveness. It's almost like a disinterest, a lack of understanding, and lack of knowledge, and even in some cases, darkness. Now, in, in, in order to start unpacking those, 
I, I, I would like to believe that it's important to get the real thing uh, so that we compare it in, in terms of when we start unpacking, we realize what is real and what what are we dealing with when we are dealing with this, which is uh, uh, wrong, if I may put it that way. So I would like to read Revelation chapter 3 where the Lord Jesus Christ gave a message through his angel to John, uh, which he said should be given to the angel of the church in Laodicea. He says, These things say the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning and the creation of the beginning of the creation of God, sorry. I know your work that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say, I am rich, have become wealthy, and have need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich, and white garments that you may be clothed. The shame of your nakedness may not be manifest and anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see. As many as I like, I convict and discipline. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him, and he with me. To him who conquers, I will give to sit with me on my throne, as I also conquer and sit down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Now, spiritual dullness is the opposite of spiritual fervency is the opposite of responsiveness, as you were saying, my brother. Uh, in other words, we could put it this way. For those who do not know the Lord completely, spiritual dullness is being cold because uh, they don't know you. But if I heard you well, tonight we are really addressing those who have known him. But now... They are experiencing spiritual dullness, or they are in danger of experiencing spiritual dullness. Now, I would say, in this passage which I read, they are equated to those who are lukewarm. And we can see the attitude of the Lord towards spiritual dullness, unresponsiveness, lack of understanding. Ending the things of the spirit. Mm. 
not because uh, of of natural ignorance, but because of having come in. One's eyes having once opened at a stage, one has chosen not to progress in the things of the spirit, but has chosen like the wife of Lord to look back. When Jesus Christ was telling us about what's going to happen in the times of the end, he said, remember Lord's wife. Because he wanted us to realize that spiritual dullness is a reality where she can be compared to someone who stepped out of uh, 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 the pollutions of this world, which come through uh, deceiving uh, 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 desires. Yet, after stepping out, this person us being entangled again in those pollutions of the world. And therefore, the condition of this person in the latter uh, end is worse than it was before. This is uh, being captured by this blackness of, of, of walking in the flesh instead of walking in the spirit. Spiritual dullness is a habitual and perpetual uh, conducting oneself in the flesh instead of conducting one uh, in the spirit. Refusal to die to self, refusal to take up one's and follow Jesus Christ. Mm, mm, mm. I hear you. Loud and clear, Muruti. We are talking about spiritual dullness as to what it is even all about. And much of the times we find ourselves really uh, caught up in this, you know, uh, for some reason. I don't know, but we find ourselves caught up in this. Something that we really need to look into. And I trust that as we do so, God will just do you good. Bless you so much in a mighty way. Now, let me bring this to you, Muruti. Uh, And uh, spiritual dullness also in this case. And uh, I want to go to Isaiah 44. Uh, In Isaiah 44, verses 19, it says, And no one considers in his heart... Nor is there knowledge, nor understanding to say, I have burned half of it in the fire. Yes, I've also baked bread on its, on its coals. I have roasted meat and eaten it. And shall I make the rest of it an abomination? Shall I fall down before a block of wood? And uh, we we trying by all means to look into the implications of spiritual dullness. And then when you look into uh, Isaiah 44, 19, it speaks about a lack of consideration in our hearts for that which is of God, the instructions of God, a lack of consideration into our hearts. 
And then Jeremiah 7, verse 28, So you shall say to them, This is a nation that does not obey the voice of the Lord uh, God, nor receive correction. Truth has perished and has been cut off from their mouth. It is when uh, um, spiritual dullness, a nation, does not obey the voice of the Lord, uh, nor receives correction. Uh, when truth has perished within a nation, you know, and then also or truth has been cut off from those who deliver speeches of leadership in a nation, then we know that a spiritual dullness has taken place. What say you, Pastor Sam? Yeah, thank you very much for this uh, question. And, uh, yeah, you know, when I look at uh, our topic today, I'm looking at uh, as, uh, the definition of uh, uh, dullness. Speak to us and saying that... Uh, it is a lack of interest, a lack of excitement about here to about spiritual I and mean, about spiritual things. Meaning mm-hmm. that uh, we're looking at people who are in one or the other. They've been uh, at one point excited, even at one point interested, but with time they tend to lose it, and then there's no excitement. I mean, whatsoever. I mean, that means they've lost it. And uh, when you look at the Bible, it's talking about the, the knowledge. That's the verse just given to me now. Uh, talking about uh, people don't have that consideration anymore. They don't have the knowledge, not even understanding of the things of God. Uh, somehow, uh, with all this commotion, whatever is going on around the people, uh, slowly and uh, slowly we don't realize that people are kind of uh, losing out uh, the very essence of a. Uh, of Christianity, people are not longer uh, uh, interested into the things of God. Maybe they just go to church for for the sake of just being there, or maybe because people are pushing them to go there. Mm. Uh, while in reality, the heart is no longer there. And we see that uh, when we talk about darkness, it's talking about people who do not have anymore the heart connected to the things of God. We mentioned that already. People are not interested in the things of God anymore. People are actually uh, are not excited about the things of God. People do not see the brightness of the things of God. And they just do it because they've been called to do it. And we're looking at this, this as you just said, before, I just said that it is, it is a very dangerous moment really to look at because if one, uh, if people start getting to that level, meaning that uh, uh, we are in very big trouble. We can see this happening nowadays in our churches, whatever as a nation, whatever that has been introduced in the church, in the body of Christ, somehow, it tends to make people not see uh, the truth, and they're losing, out, they're losing the touch with the truth, and then they can accept anything. And whatever that they accept now has nothing with the, with the, with the, with the, with the brightness of the things of God, has nothing to do with the, the, with the glory of God, has nothing to do with the growth. Of in the things of God, but it tends to keep us on article. We don't grow anymore. We become, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we, we stay on the, on the same level, same position. And that's what we see when you go to many of our, our churches. People don't grow. Nowadays, like as if uh, they've been in church for years, but when you ask them about things that are, uh, are, are foundational, when you mm-hmm. ask them things that, I mean, are, are, are the basics of Christianity, they might not be able to answer you. Why? Because 
too many things have been introduced, and now whatever that we've been taught is not giving us that growth, you know, growing to become what God wants us to be. As uh, Muruti said, uh, people will come, I mean, uh, in, 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 in Revelation, that God says if you are, you, you are not hot or cold, and when you, become, you decide to be, I mean, uh, you go home, I'll do it, I'll vomit you. And yes, this is what is happening yes. nowadays. Even people are in between. Yes. They don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. They don't know if they have to with God or to be with uh, the devil, or they don't know if, I mean, the church they are going into the, the right church. They don't know if, I mean, the thing that they are doing is the right thing. They accept whatever that they accept. But when you look at their lives, yes. there's no growth. There's nothing that can show that these people are growing. There's nothing to show that these people are being established. Nothing that is showing that these people, they can defend their Christianity. But today you'll see that people are well prepared to defend their pastors and anything else, but they are not prepared to defend the word because they don't know anything. Mm. But there's no knowledge in it. There's no understanding in it. Mm. But they might understand their pastor with whatever that gives them as word of uh, seduction or no seductive word. They can understand him. But when it comes to the word of God, they, they, they don't have a clue about the word of God. And this is what is been, uh, we, we can talk about when we look at the spiritual, I mean, uh, darkness. People are kind of losing touch with uh, the real thing. But they are attaching themselves or applying themselves to the things that will never take them to God. But instead, they will, it will take them far away from God. And it's just a pity to see what is happening. Yeah, it is sad, you know, uh, that we see these things culminating, you know. And uh, uh, very less of the people are talking about them. That, that is one of the things that worries me. That very less of the people are actually talking about these things. If you tuned in, welcome to it. We trust God is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. We are talking about the very aspect of uh, spiritual dullness. And to say, hey, even when we look at our country, we look at ourselves. Are we at that stage to an extent? You know, are we seeing that stage really creeping in where people become insensitive to what, uh, towards what God is saying? You know, to the instructions of God, to the things that God is putting across. Or everyone wants to be relevant to an extent that that which is spoken by God is overlooked. Something like that. Send us your WhatsApps. Tell us, what do you think spiritual dullness is all about? Have we become that? Are we on a fast-track process of becoming that? And um, why are the churches quiet about this, you know? Uh, where everyone is talking, whatever they are talking, everyone is persuading everyone. They were, hey, and everyone is criticizing everyone. I saw people criticizing the judge man, on Facebook. Preaching in their sermons. Hey, Muna. In their yeah. sermons, Muna. They were yeah. preaching. Can you just tell us about the kingdom of God? I'm interested in that. All right. And, uh, of course, when, when we look into Ezekiel, it says, Son of man, you dwell in the midst of a rebellious house, which has eyes to see but does not see, and ears to hear but does not hear here for they are a rebellious house spiritual dullness a rebellion that renders one dull and blind when it comes to the things of god Burudi. yes uh, um, when jesus christ was speaking 
uh, uh, to the leaders uh, of, of the Jewish nation. He said to them, you are blind because you actually say you see. Mm. If you had acknowledged that you are blind, then you would come and be helped to see. So it's, 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 it's at the center of this rebellion. It is self. It is what the serpent um, uh, played upon when he was misleading Eve uh, into eating of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, mm. which actually stood for that uh, um, notion of knowing what is good in any situation or what is wrong in any situation from oneself rather than deriving it from God, rather than dependence on God to show us what is good and what is not good or what is evil. The, this speaks about self-effort. It's a rebellion, especially for those who have uh, uh, spoken with their mouth, taken a decision that they are putting their trust on Jesus. And then, in terms of daily living, hmm. they do not walk as trusting Jesus. It's almost like coming to him and say, I'm going to trust you. And then, in terms of working now, we tell him, stand aside, we will do things the way we want to do that. And there is a warning in Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 10, concerning this kind of thing. It says, if the X is dull and one does not sharpen the edge, then he must use more strength. But wisdom is a successful advantage. Mm. And of course, we know wisdom, the beginning of uh, uh, wisdom is the fear of the Lord. If we trust on the Lord, we remain fervent in the Spirit. We hear what the Spirit says. We see what our natural eyes cannot see. We see what God wants us to see. But, when one is uh, 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 not sharpening the the X, which is our spiritual faith, the spiritual person mm. being sharpened by the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. If we don't do that, we don't bring the inner man to continually be refreshed and to grow. In, 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 into the very image of the one who has created it. If we don't do that, but we look back, we start doing things the way we used to do them in the flesh before we, we became born again. If we, we go to the world to teach us how to continue in the things of the Spirit, 
we are actually uh, becoming spiritually dull. We don't hear, we don't respond to the things of the Spirit the way God wants us to, to, to respond. And actually, one of the uh, indicators, one of the symptoms is complaining and grumbling. Mm. We, 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 we walk as people who complain. We walk as people who grumble when things are happening around us. Why? Because we are unable to discern the way God is allowing those things to, 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 to play out in our own lives. We see them like the world sees. We see them in terms of their natural uh, 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 positioning. And therefore, we complain. Therefore, we grumble. And the warning in Philippians chapter 2 comes into play. Verse 14 to verse 16, which says, Do all things without complaining and arguing, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as light in the world. We know that every time the Word of God talks about light, it talks about the Spirit. So, if we are not shining as light, because we are complaining, we are grumbling, it means we have our lights have become dull. Mm. It means we have uh, ceased to respond to the Spirit who dwells in us correctly. We are not living the way uh, Paul was describing in uh, Galatians chapter 2, and I'm going to read there. We are not responding the way he spoke in Galatians chapter 2 uh, from verse uh, 20. I have been jointly crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. And then verse 21. I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the Torah, then Christ died of uh, uh, needlessly or donatively. In other words, when we try to do the things which are in the Word of God, ourselves, self-effort is one of the components of spiritual dullness. Spiritual fervency is depending on what the Spirit says, hearing what Jesus says and applying what Jesus says, allowing Him to live through us. And if we are living this life that we are living now by the faith of the Son of God, the same faith He applied, then what we are doing is we are uh, uh, allowing him to live his life through us. And therefore, we wouldn't be spiritually dull. But when we deny him to live through us, we quickly become 
spiritually dark. We become like axes that have become blunt. We need what the word says, iron sharpens iron. And a man influences uh, his uh, neighbor. In other words, we could, like tonight, what is happening is we are influencing one another in terms of the things of the spirit. Uh, we are sharpening one another in that way. Mm. It's iron sharpening iron. But anyone that just walks in self-effort, at least uh, that's what I'm speaking to now, such a person is like a dull ex, which mm. needs to be sharpened. So. I hear you quite well. And uh, we are talking about spiritual dullness, what it is even all about. You can send us your WhatsApps. It's 0826572729. 0826572729. Let's hear what you say about this. And uh, you can give us a shout. Talk to us directly there, 12 8699 and then also zero one two double three four one three double two. What is spiritual dullness? And in which areas, when we look at ourselves today as you know believers, in which areas are we seeing, you know, the encroaching shadow of dullness? You know, in which areas of our lives, you know, the most common areas that we see, and also in the nation, something to look into there. All right, send us your WhatsApps. It's 0826572729. I am keen to hear that. Tuli Magazi, thank you so much. Uh, Tuli, I really appreciate it. says the parable of a Samaritan woman is typical, is a typical example of spiritual blindness. It was not what she thought it was. The Samaritan woman. John 4, verses 13 to 14. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. A misconception of a thought, Tuli. Uh, somewhat there um, a wrong understanding of a thought i get you i get you quite well thank you so much Tuli, for that i really appreciate we're taking your calls you can give us a shout talk to us directly there zero one two triple three eight six nine nine or zero one two double three four one three double two and uh, talk to us directly hello there hi hi Datekapuku. <laughs> How are you? I'm very well, sir, and how are you? I'm going to read three or four verses for you. Okay, okay. From Isaiah 1, verse 13 to 16 or 17. Okay. It is useless to bring your offerings. I am disgusted with your smell of the incense you burn. I cannot stand your new moon festival. Your Sabbath and your religious gatherings are all corrupted by your sins. I hate your new moon festivals and holidays. They are a burden to me that I am tired of bearing. When you lift your, your hands in prayer, I will not look at you, no matter how you pray, I will not listen, for your hands are covered with blood. Mm. Wash yourself, see, stop all the evil that you are, I see you doing. You, yes, 
stop evil and learn how to do right. See to to clean, see to justice is done. Help those who are oppressed. Give the orphans their rights and defend the widows. I wish to stop there, but I want to read you the one the, the, our pastors like. The Lord says, now let's settle the matter. Now, if you are staying red with it, but I will wash your, with your sin, I will wash it with your sin. But first, you must return from your sins. Mm. The problem is, our pastors are, are pattering about verses. Our Christians are Christians of verses only. They stick to one verse and you are right. They always, these verses that I'm reading, some of the people are Israel, the first time they hear of them, because they only use to uh, verse, to chapter 1, verse 18. We say, even if your, life, your friends are red, I will clean them as clean as what one. But only they speak to that. This typical Christianity must come to an end. We must read the whole Bible in order to become the devil. Jesus Christ once said, if a demon is driven out of a person, and that demon is, it goes around and finds no place to stay. It goes to his owner's place. And when it goes to his owner's place, he finds he's been changed and washed out. And he goes and invites more, seven more demons who are stronger than me and the actions of those people. This is the, what is happening with the Christian of today. They don't see in their house. They, they, when the demon is driven out of them, they don't read the word of God so that the demon cannot, can find the word of God when they return. So when the, the demon returns, they find the word of God is not there. They, they go and invite seven more demons. The world is full of demonic spirit. We are being captured. We teach man-made laws as if it's God's law. It is sad, you know, and uh, it is sad that we see those things happening. Okay, okay. God bless you. God bless you, Tatewak. We're taking your calls. You can give us a shout. Talk to us directly there. Zero one two triple three eight six nine nine. That Ekopoku putting it strongly there. That we have even become dull to such an extent that we have invented our own forms of celebrating God, which are driving us even away from God. Says these things are an abomination in the sight of the Lord. Send us your WhatsApps or your voice notes. It is uh, 0826572729. Your WhatsApp and your voice note, 0826572729. Let's hear what you say with regards to these. Spiritual. Uh, uh, our topic today talks about spiritual dullness. I'm looking at the point of us as the church or the body of Christ. 
not being supportive for an example like uh, our judge Mohueng Mohueng like praying and announcing and we as like praying alone as an individual and we as the body of Christ like being quiet and is that also dullness or what is the right perspective for us as the body of Christ I hear you quite well and I knew this was coming and uh, I was talking to this one friend of mine that I've acquired uh, these days you know and um, it is good to thank God about people who are standing out for the gospel for the truth but you see um, uh, we cannot rally people uh, to focus on an individual and and I have a problem with the glory of a disciple you know because it doesn't benefit anyone if you basically say I stand for that which is the truth stand for the truth and don't rally people around you to stand for your truth or to stand for the truth the way you do let the people be rallied unto Christ and stand in the truth that which is Christ I believe that and uh, uh, basically you can't actually just because someone is talking godly you can't say that is your person and all the time you were ignoring that person all of a sudden now you are followers to me that is indicative of a dullness not necessarily of the support of whoever whoever you know um, is standing out these days I mean um, there are many people who are standing out and who are really rallying many people around them. And I would still say the same thing. It is good that we rally people towards Jesus Christ. Uh, not towards anything else, but towards Jesus Christ. It's very, very important. People be led to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, who have a relationship with Jesus Christ. If it is about a support of a sort or what, 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 in those cases when people stand out for that which is of God, I will praise the Lord for them. If Muruti Muraka stands out uh, on some cause, I will praise the Lord um, uh, for him because then I know God is moving him and God is with him. You know, and I won't fret because of some few critics who will be criticizing him and then all of a sudden I want to rally people around him as if he's a political figure. That I won't do. It's very important that we focus on those things. A dullness on our part is a failure to rally people towards Christ. A dullness on our part is also a, 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 a jumping into making people the focus of our faith. That is the problem. And we need to repent from that. Or am I wrong? Kids, maybe I'm, let me speak under correction. Muruti Muraka? Uh, a quick one, just to respond to that, what you are asking. I agree with you 100% um, that it's not about lifting the disciples, and it shouldn't be that way. We should always lift Jesus Christ up. Otherwise, we fall into the trap of uh, be misled mm -hmm. and uh, any and everybody that is being used of God we should thank God we should always be thanking God I agree with you. right now 
there is a whole lot of uh, believers that are being misled because they have focused on a tool that God is using. Mm, I to a point like that you. they are prepared to even die for that tool. Now, the, the, the focus has moved away from Jesus Christ. It has fallen onto someone. And this is one other strategy that the enemy uses against us. Mm. That makes us focus on somebody who's doing something good and away from Jesus. And he knows he has got that. Mm. We must be careful. Really, really, we must be careful. You know, uh, and uh, of course, much of the times, Mudimar Tusetle. Professor, what do you say on this? Are you okay? Yeah, actually, you know, very interesting uh, the way people uh, people behave and the way people uh, uh, react to things. You know, we are looking, uh, especially us as Christians, we're looking for people who can be uh, in high position who are Christians who can speak up of uh, their faith, mm. and especially when the word can be heard. And uh, at the same very moment, uh, we are uh, called to support whoever has come up with uh, something that has everything to do with Jesus Christ, not with uh, anything else. You know, we are going through a very uh, difficult moment whereby we need to, to hear God speaking. Then uh, when people, the same very people who, who could support the work of God, who could support the, uh, the Word of God, who could support whatever that is... Uh, God initiative or support whatever that has everything to do with God, you see the same people coming out there and uh, tend to, I mean, to reject or resist whatever that has been said. Then uh, we're looking at it and we say, this is a way, uh, this is showing, these are indications of uh, things missing out. I mean, we're going really, we're missing out in a very big way. Mm. And, uh, you know, when uh, when I look at uh, when people start uh, uh, complaining, uh, murmuring, and uh, as Murakashi like said, when people say murmuring and complaining about uh, the things that God could do for them, or the things that they did not see, and maybe they get to a place of uh, envying the world, and saying the world tends to be better than uh, what the church is all about. And when people are looking at uh, uh, what, to gain, uh, what are they gaining by serving God? You know, when people start looking at, uh, uh, they start becoming, uh, in one or the other, a bit uh, realistic. You know, say, let let be realistic. Instead of being uh, uh, spiritual in a way, instead of being uh, acting by faith, they start acting by being realistic. You know, we've spoken about this, uh, uh, this example, this is an example I'm giving. We've spoken about the pandemic for a very long time. Because uh, it has caught up, I mean, since uh, March and April, we've been talking about it in one way or the other. And then when people come out and say, let's let believe in God, let have faith in God to eradicate or to push away this pandemic, you know, you see the same very people, the same very Christians, who come out and say, let's be realistic. Let's protect ourselves. Let's do this and that. But then, you know, it sounds... Uh, okay, and innocent. It sounds beautiful, but mm. when you look at the whole thing, is uh, who, who do who, I mean, who do we believe in? 
Do you believe in God or believe in institutions? Do you believe in doctors or do you believe in God? And then, you know, this, uh, it's only when, uh, when one now is in trouble, then you remember that God exists. When you're not in trouble yet, you can even tell people to be realistic, you can tell people to be uh, wise, you can tell people to be uh, intelligent, you can tell them whatever. But the day you are caught up with that, then you look for God. You want God to intervene in your situation. But mm. instead of waiting for God to intervene, what can you prevent it by acting according to the faith? Yeah. Why can't you call God into our situation? And these are signs that He's showing to us already that people are becoming dark, slowly but surely. People are losing faith in God. People are losing interest in God. People are getting to become more and more uh, intellectual than, the, than, the real, than relying on God. We're seeing that today. You see that uh, even the way we want, the way we are preaching the gospel, people will tell you that uh, preaching uh, uh, repentance or holiness, these are old teachings. They'll tell you, no, we, are, we have grown. We're now in the level of talking about what? Prosperity. Talk to us about how what you're going to gain by uh, becoming this and that. But when you start telling them, you know, you need to live a life of holiness, People don't grasp that. People don't embrace that. They say, hey, you become judgmental. And people come to church and don't judge us. You are not God to judge us. And that become confusing. When people start to react that way, don't judge us. I mean, mm. you are not our God. Let us do it. We have to do it. We have to be free. But they don't realize that freedom comes with boundaries. Yeah. Freedom comes with, uh, with, with rules and regulations. Freedom mm. it does not just come the way you think people think. Mm. When you mm. say we are free, that doesn't mean that you can go wherever you want to go. We can do whatever we want to do. We can wear whatever we want to wear. And the truth of the matter, when you stand in front of people, you don't come in uh, in what in uh, in underwear. You stand in front of people what in uh, in an interesting way. Why? Because you say you are free, but why don't you work? Why don't you present yourself the way you want? That shows that I mean you have that kind of respect. But people don't say the moment that you start arguing about the things of God, arguing about the word of God, arguing about somebody who just come out there and speak about God. These people argue and say fighting against that man and say you cannot talk about it, you are this and that. No, there's no place where the Bible says here you can talk, here you cannot talk. There's no place the Bible says you can speak, there you cannot speak. The Bible says, speak my word. Yeah. Whatever you are, mm. use it. And when people are feeling uncomfortable, when the word of God is preached or is spoken somewhere, already you start thinking that these people are losing out. Mm. And this is the cry for all the nation as well. The cry for all our churches. The crowd, when, when people talk about all these other things, that the funny stuff, people will clap. People will clap, will be very happy. They will give good comments. And when you speak about things that are true and things that are all right, and uh, I mean, uh, are more, I mean, things that have, have a, a moral connotation, people are fighting against that. And you ask yourself, where, where are we? And yeah. when you go into the crowd, you find the Christians are there fighting that. Mm. It's so sad. It is indeed very sad. You can give us a shout. Talk to us directly there. Tell us what do you think spiritual dullness is all about? What are some of the things that we are dull at? And then very good question that came there also through the voice note. Very good question. We really appreciate. And uh, send us your voice notes. Tell us those areas that you think, hey, yeah, there are areas where we are dull. There are areas where we are ignorant of that which God is saying. There are areas where we are disobedient when it comes to the things that God is saying. We're taking your calls. Hello there. Hi. 
Ndate kapuku. Welcome. I want to support what you have said. Yeah. That many people are trying to make people to join their churches. That's a problem, Alawi. Mm. They think if you join their church, it's then that you have received Jesus. Mm. We don't take people to Jesus, we take people to our churches. Yeah. The more, the bigger the church, the better. Mm. That's, the, that's the mistake that the people are doing. Mm. You know, some weeks back, mm. in the series, serial, Sunday, yeah. Sunday, half past 10, yeah. okay, in, uh, Pastor, I cannot remember his name, he talked about Bantile Muren. Yeah. Bantile Muren. Parantato, Akabua Katsuya, Yesu, Karakuya, Slimo. It's a rare array. Discretion at Jesu. Bastabasan at Jesu. Bantile Muren. Muren has a new car roll. Just has a new car roll. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. Dante Kapoku, we lost you there, we lost you there. Give us a shout, talk to us. Zero one two triple three eight six nine nine. Let's hear from you as to what you make of this. The time has just gone on to four minutes over the hour seven. From your ear to your heart to your mouth to your feet. Join this live on 657 AM. Do you want to grow your business sales? Do you know that you can advertise on Radio Puppet, Radio Puppet website, the Word for Today magazine, and the Word for You Today magazine at the ridiculously low prices? Yes, you can indeed. Radio Puppet, your daily companion, offers you the platform to grow your businesses at the best affordable prices. Simply contact me, Godfrey Moabi, on godfrey at radiopuppet.co.za or call me on 012-334-1265 and I'll tell you how. Remember, I've made it my business to grow your business. No hassles, no frills, it's just sounds full of life on 657 AM.